Hello. Hello. You're right, Tom. Welcome, yeah. welcome back to the podcast. Mate. I thought I'd change it up because I always say all right. That's all right, is it? I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. All right, it's right, fine. All right, it's all right. All right, it's all right. It's all right. Would you describe yourself as like a formal person? Do you no, like? No, no, do you no. communicate with anybody formally? So like, let's say you were meeting like, I don't know, a bank manager. Yes. Um, <laughs> would you address them differently? Probably would you not. say all right? Yeah, probably not. Hello, you're right. I mean, yeah, I think I probably would as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you call a mate at any point? No. Not even towards the end of the conversation? No, probably not mate. Oh, thanks, mate. Not that, no? Depends how the conversation went. <laughs> that's a good point, isn't it? Depends yeah, yeah, how yeah. formal they were as well. I'd read the... Well, that's... the that's the oh, you, that you let that person yeah. open up the floodgates, mm-hmm. don't you? I think I'm too casual with everybody. I probably am as well. I don't ever... I'm never, never formal, really, with anybody. What about a vicar? Huh... <laughs> I don't know yeah I probably would avoid mate <clears throat> first yeah probably say oh hello probably do that one oh hello how are you yeah um, but I was like talking to some people a couple of weeks ago um, and they say they always start emails with dear oh dear so and so I normally start emails with hello I'll put hi oh I'm, one, I'm even less casual than you but for me like an email I would always consider an email to be a less casual form of communication than anything else less casual less formal sorry right, okay, more yeah. casual yeah because dear I would I would exclusively a written letter for a written letter yeah, yeah. <coughs> well, when was the last time you wrote a letter when was the last time I wrote a letter when was the last time I wrote a letter I cannot think of a single time when I've done that in my life. I'm sure there has been at particular points, but oh, there you go. What about you? Oh, I used to write letters to a lot of my friends that you like when they ran off to university. I used to write letters. Oh me? yeah, no, I think I did that as well actually for a little bit. Mm. Mates that had gone and I hadn't. Yeah, it's a nice thing. I yeah, think, it is. Isn't yeah, it? it is nice. Yeah. When was the last time you received a letter that wasn't like a bill or? Oh, a... I can't even remember. Years <coughs> and years ago. Is this boring? <laughs> yeah. No more boring than talking about chocolate <laughs> for an hour, right? Surely. Oh, I t- what I was getting around to is I think I might be too rude. I think I might, I might be oh, a right. rude person because I'm not formal at all and I contract everybody's names, which I've said, I've told that to other people and they've said that's a really rude thing to do. Okay. So whoever I'm speaking to, yeah, I will, I will automatically shorten their names. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'll probably do that as well. But is that a rude thing? I don't know. Depends. It all depends, isn't it? Yeah, it I'm does depend. When people yeah. call you Tom, you don't care. No. Well, that's what I'd like to be called. Well, yeah. But if someone introduces themselves as Thomas, I find it really difficult to use the full version of the name. I would auto- automatically default back to You've Tom. You've never called me Robert. Well, then no. you don't go by Robert either, do you? No, I don't. Uh, unless you're up in court. Yeah, exactly. But there we go. That's really dull. Sorry, Rob. I'm starting to on a bad footing there. Well, how, how are you doing, Tom? You all right? Uh... I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. We've both eaten a lot of KFC, haven't we? A lot of delicious chicken. Yeah. 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 You were saying you don't rank it quite highly on your... Well, I've never... It would never be my first... <laughs> Let's not get into this again. <laughs> I would never be my first choice. What would be? Well, for like... Just, well, it was strange enough, my first choice of takeaway would be like fried chicken, just not KFC. You'd prefer one of the more like... Grotty, grotty kebab yeah. shops. Yeah. yeah. I think I prefer KFC to kebab shop chicken. Mm. But if it's a kebab shop, a little bit of dime meat and chips, please. Yeah. Bring that over yeah, here. Burger sauce on it? Oh, no, chilli sauce on the dime meat and chips, mate. 
Uh, every time Burgersaw <laughs> it could even be another food podcast we can't yeah. get into this again I think we're going to end up talking about food yeah. just I thought after are. eating shitloads of food we wouldn't want to talk about food but nah forget it mate right. what have you got in your notebook Tom well I thought it might be quite fun to talk about um, some of the stranger conspiracy theories that are out there just <laughs> okay. go through some of these and maybe just talk about yeah. well I thought very like to start we're going to keep away from any of the like Horrible ones. All the naughty boys. All the naughty, like that, ones, you know? all the naughty ones. And also things like, um, I hear quite a lot, oh, well, you know, electric cars have been around for decades, but the the oil companies won't let them be a thing. And it's, like, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, yeah, that is true, but it's not like Elon Musk is like this mad scientist. He's like, <laughs> yeah. for the love of God, I've done it. And then like some goons from Shell yeah. turn up the door and not today, <laughs> Mr. Musk. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's really a lot of this comes down to that, doesn't it? That it's like the world's just not that interesting. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got a few that I'd like to. Oh, talk go on, about. Let's have a... So let's see if um, let's see if there's any you're already aware of, right? Okay. So this one is quite a strange one. Um, I heard this first from a friend of the show, Mr. Carl Denham, which is a concerning uh, the the film Frozen. Oh, okay. I don't know this. You don't know, I don't know this one. About so this is quite an interesting one, right? So. Um, what, talk to me what do you know about Walt Disney he was quite fascist yeah not a nice person by all accounts yeah um, got his head frozen in a well here's the thing frozen yeah 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 now, now first of all there's no evidence that he did I mean he obviously hasn't no but you know there's a big first of all yeah. a big conspiracy theory that he did have his head frozen oh, yeah. through he froze himself so, it was just his head the theory the conspiracy theory is that Frozen yeah. exists in order to realign Google search engine results. So, <laughs> like, prior to the, rele- the release of the film so Frozen... So, if it won't Walt Disney Frozen, yeah. it would come up with, with the conspiracy theories about him Walt being Disney frozen. having his head frozen and then buried but under... But now it obviously comes yeah. up with the film. Yeah, so that's the conspiracy, is that this whole thing was engineered in order to prove the search results from people typing was in Frozen Google. the original title for that film no it was called uh, Iceland Panic uh, I don't know no, I was going <laughs> to say <laughs> because surely that would debunk that instantly because surely if that was the sole purpose of making that film it would always have been called Frozen Frozen maybe it was like a little happy coincidence so along the line they were like wait a minute there's two birds I've got one stone in the form of this <laughs> CG animated film kill those birds yeah there you go. Do you think he had his head frozen? No, he didn't. They're all saying he didn't, but if he did, do you know that's all pointless now anyway? Because people did have their parts, like, yeah, like yeah. cryogenically frozen. But when they did it back then, the science wasn't perfected enough, so those, just, you know, they, they could they never be revived now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, Demolition Man that works in that, doesn't it? Demolition Man. Yeah, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I can say that's not really like that's different. Not really because so it's, it's not. That's not the real world like Demolition Man, is it? It's yeah, like, I like the Demolition Man. Yeah. yeah, that's the first one. Is this going well so far? Do you think? What this conspiracy theory? I right think there? it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's one. interesting. There's, there's so, legs. <laughs> we need Throw, some frozen Walt Disney's legs. We need some sort of ranking process. I think right. So All right. let's say if I if there was a news story tomorrow. That revealed this is true. What would be how all surprised these, would you be? Okay, oh, okay. Mm. If that proved to be true, so if Disney made that to sort of deflect, yeah. Let's say there's a whistleblower 
in the Magic Kingdom. I wouldn't be that surprised because I mean Disney have got to be fairly like dodgy anyway, but they've got to do. Oh, massively so. Yeah. yeah. So I also be that surprised. I'm sure things like that have been done. Maybe not in that case. Yeah. But I'm yeah, sure yeah. there's examples of that happening. Oh well, yeah, exactly. You're using certain things to deflect. Google search. Exactly. So I mean, that's fun. there's a, people, that's people's entire jobs is to do yeah, stuff like that. Exactly. It? So I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> so let's on a scale of let's say <laughs> one to five. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. But that's because I guess that's not them saying that Walt Disney's head is definitely frozen. No. That the conspiracy theory there is that they've done it to just stop people searching for that, which makes or, sense. Or not just to stop them, but when they do search, for that's that, not the thing. That's that comes not the thing. So that makes up. sense. It does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. The more I think about this. More, I think it actually happened. <laughs> That's it. We wake up, sheeple. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't be that surprised. I wouldn't be. Uh, so are we giving a numerical? Yeah, let's go from one to five. Five being most surprised. Most is like shit yourself surprised. One. One. Maybe one and a half. One point five. That's like. Oh, it'd be the reaction would be sort of like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. that surprised. Yeah. Not saying you expected necessarily. No, but I'd be like. Yeah, makes mm. sense. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. That's that's Now the next one, I think you probably will have already heard of. Okay. Because uh, it's got quite a lot of talk. <laughs> All right. Okay. Online, there's also quite a good interview with the um, one of the guys that's involved with the movement online. And um, oh. this is the birds aren't real. Movement. Well, I've never. You've never heard, heard of this. this? Oh, fantastic. Okay. So birds aren't real. Okay. Is a movement. Let's let's go for the who we are. So, birds aren't re- the birds aren't real movement has been active since 1976. Once a preventative call, once a preventative cause, our initial goal was to stop the genocides of real birds. However, unfortunately, this was unsuccessful, and the government has since replaced every living bird with robot replicas. <laughs> now, our movement's pro- prerogative is to make everyone aware of this fact. So, real birds aren't real. Going since 1976, they believe that around the 70s, the US government was killing like birds. But why would the mass. US government be involved with every single living bird in the world? Surveillance. So they're replacing them with. Yeah, how would that even be possible? It's the US government, Rob. <laughs> they're replacing them with robot replicas in order to surveil the public. So every bird you've ever seen. Because you were born prior to 1976, right? I was born in 1984, yes. There we go, yeah, yeah, so just after. Not real, <laughs> but in fact a replica that will um, watch you and stuff. Check up on you when you're doing naughty but stuff. But why, okay, but surely now... Yeah. There's an Alexa over there. Yeah. There's CCTV cameras in town. Yeah. There's a webcam on your laptop. Yeah. They can surveil us in anywhere. Now they can. But so why would the birds that, still be around? Why would they just shut down all the birds? Because otherwise they'd have to admit that they... Surely there would have been easier ways to survey everyone in 1976 no. than building millions upon millions no. of robot birds. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is what they did. So, um, why? Okay, when asked to write the unabridged history of this organisation, I was taken aback. I knew that I had reached many thousands in my quest to spread the truth, but I was bewildered and frustrated with myself when I realised that I had not yet done an accurate job of giving the details, the why, the how, when, who, etc. I knew that I had to write something that was concise, accurate, and free, from, free of fault or error. 
<laughs> this is my work. Prepare to take a journey into the history that they will not, dare I say, never teach in school. Much of what you're about to read has been censored for almost 60 years. Who knows how long it will take our corrupt government to block this website? <laughs> Only time will tell. How long has that website been up? Uh, oh, it's just, it's just been taken down. Just as I'm looking at it. <laughs> I think it's been here for quite a while. Yeah, exactly. I'll skim read this. So, CIA in 1947, uh, its sole responsibility was to watch and survey tens of thousands of Americans suspected of doing communist things. But, again, it just being the US government doesn't make any sense. Does it? Well, no, but... Because why does the US government have any interest about what someone's doing in Poland? For example, I mean, the US are quite keen on watching certain other countries. Well, I guess, what they yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. But like, or like, you know, Wales. Why do they give a fuck about? Well, there aren't any birds in Wales, are there? Are they not? No, have you never oh, been there? No, completely birdless. <laughs> um, so there's not really many technical details about how people were able to engineer like this millions upon millions of birds when we you know so when you see a whole flock of birds only you look up in a like a sort of spring day yeah and you see thousands of birds flying past yeah they're all robots all robots yeah all robots um the interview i've seen with one of the guys from this organization is fucking brilliant he's getting interviewed on like breakfast tv in america and he's like presenting his case and one of the presenters is like so this is like uh, obviously some sort of satire. What what are you trying to satirise? And the guy's really offended. He's like, no, I'm actually deeply offended that you would bring that up. You wouldn't you wouldn't talk like that to other movements. And yeah, so there are people wow. out there that I believe actually believe this thing. But I think you can say that about anything. Yeah, that is true. Actually, yeah. there are the world's full of lunatics. <laughs> birds aren't real. So if that was announced as true, yeah, I would be five five shocked. All the way up to five. Yeah, Matt, like come on, think about it. Yeah, I think that is. But it's obviously bollocks, isn't it? There's like obvious bollocks. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the frozen thing, there's an element to that where it's like not the fact yeah, that, that he's thing. frozen, but the element that Disney would deliberately try to s- stop searching for that sort of thing. If they release a film called Disney's Right Wing Maniac, <laughs> then you'll know anti Semite, then you'll know that Walt Disney presents. The racist. <laughs> um, okay, so with like coming on from that, like Alexa's yes. and Facebook, a lot of people will say, "Oh, like Facebook listens to you, and yeah, you'll yeah. be talking about something, and then it will crop up on your mm-hmm. search results." Do you believe any of that? I think there probably is an element of that. Do you think there's got to be? There's got to be. I don't. There? I don't think there is. Do you not? No, I think. Well, I think with Alexa, I was listening to someone. <laughs> she go off, and also people listening to this. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa. Oh no, I was going to say play something, but then she'll stop. Never mind. Um, but like, with that Amazon Echo device, yeah. someone put it in terms of like, if they were doing that, like the the amount of those devices there are all over the world, the data would be unmanageable. Yeah, but I think... anybody. Yeah, I guess. But I think it's not to do with that like, they're listening to everything you're saying. I think yeah. it's more like if you're saying, like, add this to my shopping list. Or play yeah. this song. <coughs> that I or, believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. obvious, isn't yeah, it? Because yeah. it's like those Amazon like ad banners that yeah, yeah. come up on exactly. other websites. That will show you what you've already been looking yeah, at. Or, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, similar no, things to that's that. definitely happening. But there's got to be an element to them listening to you as well. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure there is no because I don't. I think that would just. 
the processing power there is too heavy and things like the in like the ad, ad banners and things like that all that stuff already exists like we already use like cookies yeah, yeah. and things like that already track us yeah. whatever we do online you know yeah. so that I can see that as a mechanism that is already there currently I don't think that anybody has the capability. do you think no when you're like talking thing. about something people say oh I was talking about like buying oranges the other yeah. day and an advert for oranges come up do you think that's more like confirmation bias than it is I, actually like I like there might have been adverts for oranges before you just didn't yeah, think you didn't about look it at them. yeah I, I think it's that I think it's that or I think yeah. it's um, I, I do think that it will scan text do you know what I mean because yes. the other day I was telling you we were, I was in a pub with Fred of the show Carl Venom and we saw a copy of Hero Quest in the pub for you just to go and pick up yeah. and play he took a picture of it and like started writing a tweet yeah. about it and then he got an advert on Facebook that had Hero requested it. So it's like, oh, I think okay, if you yeah. type something yeah, yeah. out, I think that. But then also, you does. think that the stuff he's going to be looking at is going to also be, yeah. you know, with gaming and fantasy stuff. And, you know, there's like a, an element of like the same people that are going to like Hero Quest, all the stuff that he tweets well, about. Well, this is it. Yeah. I think the depressing fact of it is that as consumers, we're probably all incredibly predictable. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it probably wouldn't be hard for someone to just looking at your Facebook figure out something that you would buy. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. yeah. And depressing that they could probably do it with like price ranges and everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They probably yeah. know enough about me. No, they, must, they must. They must. They must do. do. You yeah. know what I mean? To know that if I put an advert for a Ghostbusters t shirt on Tom's Facebook page that's priced yeah. at like 15 quid, he'll probably yeah. buy it. Oh, you know? definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Have so, you ever seen tools of confirmation bias? Have you heard seen that thing about. Um, well, there's two things where. I know, like if you look at there's people that think every time they look at their clock yeah it's 11 minutes past 11 I've heard about things like this yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so like the fact that they think every time they look at their watch or the clock or the clock on their computer the clock on their like microwave it's always 11 11 yeah it's weird isn't it but like that can't be a thing no I, I think that is confirmation bias yeah. I think because... also, another thing a bit more deeper is the have you ever heard of um, gang stalking no where people think that they're being constantly followed by everyone I've not heard of that no. so there's a whole thing of it on the internet of people like who think well they make videos about it so they'll be like oh I'm being like followed and they'll be like that you can see I'm walking for a supermarket and that, that person's looking at me and they're doing a signal there, scratching their heads, so they're obviously mm. and then there's oh there's helicopters I've just got to this uh, the video I saw with someone and I went to this beach and as soon as I got here these two helicopters turned up and the only other person on this beach is that guy over there walking the dog. <laughs> and he wasn't here ten seconds ago. Mm. And is it's a bit like I think they're probably not well. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. But there's that, a yeah. huge movement of it of people yeah. that believe they're being like stalked. By like they think it's probably the government or something. Like, it can't be very nice to be no, going through be. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's weird, isn't it? Stuff like that. Yeah, it must affect everything. But again, it? I think that's the thing with like YouTube is that someone could post a video like that of them saying, "Look, I'm being followed." Yeah, and other people who would notice other things, and it is that whole again, it's confirmation bias. So you've got other people. Or like you're looking for certain things and then other people see that video and be like, oh, I remember when I was mm. on the beach and there were some helicopters. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, it yeah, has yeah. that whole... It, and that's, I think, why like Flat Earth has become such a huge thing. Because yeah. you can just find... I think there's always been people that believed it, I guess. But now you can start a Facebook group 
and find and, yeah you can uh, talk, yeah uh, this is what worried like to go off on a sort of darker we did we did say keep it light but, but yeah, yeah but I think that's what worries me about the world that we're living in now is people seem less and less willing to believe things that they can't yeah see sort of I wouldn't even say that they can see tangible evidence mm. from I would say they're less and less willing to believe things that don't fit what they think the world should be yeah you know because look, well, fucking look at Brexit you know yeah. what I mean Every scrap of evidence about that says it's probably a bad idea, mm-hmm. but there are still thousands, of, if not millions, of people that believe yeah. it's going to be a positive thing. Yeah. And they, they've got no, no logical reason yeah. to believe that. Mm. You know, so like anti-vaxxers and stuff. As yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it doesn't matter how much evidence you, you put um, in front of people, they they won't believe it. Have you read about or watched any of that goop <laughs> thing on Netflix? I've read a few things on their website just because it's. It's awful. It's mad. Isn't it's it? really bad. Really bad. Because Netflix has done like a series, haven't they? Whereas, yeah. Because it's Gwyneth Google Paltrow. Lab, Google Lab. Yeah, yeah. Google Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Um, and it's weird. What it kind of things do they say? In well, the, these in episodes the are like themed. Right. So I didn't. I haven't watched all of them. I've only watched bits and pieces, and like obviously, like YouTube videos talking about it. Yeah. But there's like again, a lot of them are sort of like it's just about like I don't know, like different forms of therapy so it's like one the guy who like it's like who will bathe in like the ice cold and go and like jump into like ice water and yeah, stuff and yeah. like naked and, which is again quite dangerous yeah and um but the, the one that I thought that summed it up perfectly was uh, where they had like a wait a minute <laughs> what's going up where that's the one I want to ask <laughs> yeah 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 it's involved in that yeah <laughs> what's going up where <laughs> That's what they should have called that program. Um, <laughs> but they had, like it was a sex episode, and it was about like you know um, being body positive, and so like a good thing. Yeah. But it, it they had like a sex part on there. A lady who does these workshops to teach uh, women how to have better orgasms and things. Yeah. And Gwyneth Paltrow and the other lady who runs Goop with her. Was saying, oh, that's our favourite subject, vaginas. Oh yeah, vaginas. We're always talking about vaginas. <laughs> and she's just like, well, just don't focus on the vagina. That's just like the birth canal. You want to like focus on like the other stuff. Yeah. And she was yeah. like, what? What? Not... And she didn't realise that the vagina was just the birth canal. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna like, obviously... I haven't got, I haven't got a vagina, and I know that. But obviously, that I think that is a common misconception, isn't it? But, yeah, but not by someone who yeah, sells if, products about vaginas. Yeah, if you're running a website about women's health, that's probably something you should well, know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Did you see that worrying. Twitter row that sparked? No. Did no, you see that? No. So like some this artist has done like a, a, a website which is called like My Vulva and Me or something like yeah. that. It's, it's pictures of like lots of different vulvas and women telling yeah. their stories, right? And so the Guardian did an article about that and the author so I shared it on Twitter and some bloke was like uh, you're using the wrong word. It's vagina, and like it didn't matter who tried to correct him. There were gynecologists there. There were like all these medical professionals, and he just wouldn't accept it. And he'd say, "Yes, well, if I, fine. It might be the medical term, but in the common vernacular, vagina is the correct usage." And it's like, no, it's no, not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> you are wrong. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I think that sums it up perfectly, <clears throat> doesn't it? No matter yeah. how, like. People get instead of like going, they're oh, entrenched. Okay. They're absolutely yeah, entrenched. You entrench yourself yeah. and put up this barrier of no, I'm going to be right no matter what. Yeah, which is such a 
bad attitude to have. Like, yeah. I'm perfectly willing to accept that I'm wrong about everything. Yeah. You know? Like, I, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I said it. I say it quite a lot. Like, but I mistrust anybody that believes anything a hundred percent. I think. Yeah. I think if you don't allow room for doubt, then you 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 don't really you're not giving that thing full consideration or respect by just saying I believe this 100% I think everything you've got to allow for a little bit of doubt even just to confirm your opinion even if you just question it and then decide that okay that questioning is is wrong yeah. and that thing's probably right in comparison to that but I, I genuinely think that no I totally agree yeah. that makes perfect sense Yeah, I was driving the other day and I was behind I was sort of, sort of stuck in traffic and I was behind a black cab and the guy had two uh, bumper stickers yeah, yeah, yeah. it took me a while to work out what they were but I was behind it for quite a while and one of them says um, global warming good start the religion of the stupid and the other one said climate change con and I really really wanted to just ask him why he thought that yeah because I think there are two options. One is that he's just trying to piss people off. Like, he doesn't yeah, really yeah, believe yeah. it. He's just trying to wind people up. The other one is that he actually believes that. But well, I think he would believe it. I think someone that would have a bumper sticker. Two. Two, sorry. Two <laughs> bumper stickers. Yeah, yeah. They must believe it. That must be something that they're very into. Yeah, right? and, and also, if it's two, I get the, the idea that he's probably quite angry about it. Yeah. But, but, like, what I don't get there is, right, okay, if you think this is a con, if you think climate change and global warming and stuff like this is a conspiracy yeah who's gaining from that yeah do you know what I mean like what so people are going to make money by convincing yeah, yeah, you that yeah. climate change is well, real but with that logic does it not make more if you believe that there's a con involved there somewhere does it yeah. not make more sense that people are trying to convince you it isn't true yeah, yeah. in order to make more money yeah, yeah. from the things they're already making money from yeah, you know exactly so by if you think that yeah. by your own logic you're sort of like strung up by your heels you know that sort of thing where they said like even if global warming wasn't happening, yeah, then like maybe we should like we're still doing like making the world better. It's still a positive thing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we're still, yeah. yeah, using less like shit. Yeah, you're still yeah. making the world a nicer place. So like, what's the problem with that? Exactly. Like, even exactly. if you know what I mean, like, yeah, but it's just this. Ah, uh, it's ridiculous. I when I see things like that, I just think, well, you are just doing people's jobs for them. Like what you're doing there is not going to benefit you. That's going to benefit the owner of Shell or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're exactly, making, yeah. you're doing their job for them. Yeah. They're not. They don't give a shit about you, but you are looking yeah. after those yeah. person, those people. Oh, it's infuriating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice light conspiracy theories. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Bob. It's fine. No, well, I did have a feeling it would we would talk about these. But what what's next on your list? <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> Let's take Cheers. it light. Right. Let's take it light. Okay, Bigfoot. All right. The Sasquatch. The Sasquatch. Do you remember, we read that. Um, uh, fan, no, fan, fan porn about uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. So Bigfoot. So Bigfoot. Do you think? So you're saying the conspiracy is that Bigfoot is a exists. Thing. The Sasquatch yeah. is a thing. Yeah. In whereabouts in America? Is so it? I think it's. Um, uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. So I think it, near uh, Canada. I think it's around California. Actually, is where oh. it gets the that gets the most. Here we go. So in North American folklore. The Bigfoot or Sasquatch are said to be hairy, upright-walking, ape-like creatures that dwell in the wilderness and leave footprints. Print? Pints? Pints? Footprints. Footprints. They are strongly associated with the Pacific Northwest, West, particularly Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia. Northern California and individuals claim to see them uh, across North America. 
So it's very much an American yes. based land ape. <laughs> what do you reckon? Which, no, it can't be true. I, I, cryptids <laughs> is in, are interesting. Oh, mate, it's fucking fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, well, hang on, cryptids. Isn't cryptid the one where. Isn't it a cryptid if it turns out to be true? Oh, maybe. Okay. I'm going to have to look it up. Cryptid. But yeah, the idea. Because there must have been cryptids. Do you know what I mean? There must I have know. been things that were like myths and then when they. They actually found them. No, sorry, I'm yeah, I'm using that wrong. You're correct. Like a cryptid is is an animal which an is undiscovered, presumed by the followers to exist on the basis of anecdotal or other evidence. Yeah, considered insufficient by mainstream scientists. So, like the Loch Ness monster would be a cryptid as well. Loch Ness monster, abominable snowman. The, was it the chupacabra? Is that chupacabra? Yeah, yeah, the uh, New Jersey devil. Oh right, yeah, a kind conservative. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look up. Turns out, turned out to be true. There must have been some though. Oh, well, there definitely were. Um, so the giant squid was one. Oh, giant squid's one of my favourite animals. They're fucking brilliant. But yeah. like, do you know the story about how they, the like what they what made them think it was there before they actually found evidence of it? No. It was like little tufties with uh, whales, little barnies with whales. So they would they would find whales that yeah. had like that had clearly been in a fight with something. Oh right. And the sort of like wounds that were on the whale that had scarred made them think they were left by a giant squid and that was it like, and so, it was so yes. they were yeah, yeah so, so like uh, what would a squid do I can't remember what they did to it exactly but like they got they... beaks and they squid <laughs> <laughs> yeah and suckers and stuff like that yeah. so they would find evidence of that on whales before they actually found it but yeah um, so the the, uh, the giant squid is one I believe orangutans are as well really yeah because that translates as man of the forest I think oh right so, I guess they are quite like Human-like, aren't they? Yeah, any yeah. any big ape, really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but partic- I think particularly orangutan because they're a bit like droopy, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> so droopy. <laughs> they're not like agile. You wouldn't see. I mean, they, they are obviously agile, but when you think of an orangutan, you think of it just sitting down, like hanging out, didn't you? <laughs> Looking sad, <laughs> hanging about, going like uh, one ape weak, many apes strong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, the the giant squid was one. The platypus was one as well. Oh no, yeah, people didn't yeah, believe it. Yeah. They found it. Um, what else have we got here? The acarpi. Oh, was a cryptid until they had evidence of it. So I guess there is a chance that well, Sasquatch is a thing. I think the thing with that is seafaring cryptids. I'm always more like makes more sense because you can't really explore no. the sea as much. No, and we've not, you know, in terms of a percentage of w- that we've explored, mm. we've, you know, we've barely touched yeah. the sides of the ocean, you know, but the land where you kind of think, especially somewhere as inhabited as America, like the United States. Yeah, although I, I, it's big though, isn't it? It's yeah, anything that's bigger as well, isn't it? Like you know, there are new species discovered every day, yeah. but they're more likely to. And be you've got like to think somewhere like Australia, like there's got to be loads of like weird creatures in like the outback. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Right. There's some good Australian cryptids. The bunyip. Oh, you know the bunyip? I can't remember what it is. The Charles Walker. It was I'd call them buzzwords. <laughs> bunyip is a, it's a, one of those cross ones. So it's... Uh, oh, it's pretty grim, actually. <laughs> Said to lurk in swamps, billabongs, creeks... Oh, what? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking horrible. The look yetis are there? Look at it. Fucking bunyip. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. A mythic great man. Uh, yeah, they're sort of, yeah. They're kind of mammalian, but live in the rivers and eat. Mm. 
fear the bunny. There you go. But yeah, there's got to be like things like that, isn't there? Yeah, but I, I guess like you, like you said, it's it's the fact that they're saying it's America. Yeah, the fact it's big. But then America's big, Rob. <laughs> it is. It's very big. There's a lot of wilderness, isn't there? A lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's got to be places. We think like South America and that. There's like lots of jungle and so I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Again, okay. If we're doing the scale, of, yeah, I would maybe halfway. I reckon. Two point five. Two point five. I'd yeah. be surprised if Bigfoot was real. Of everything we discovered, we've talked about so far. Yeah. That's the one I'd most like to be real. I think. Oh yeah. Like, would that, there's nothing like horrible about there being a Sasquatch. Is no, there? that'd be, be like, pretty oh, cool yeah. though, wouldn't it? You know? Have you seen the film Missing Link? The um, oh, oh well, they like a one. Yeah, no, no, no I haven't. That's, that's yeah, about yeah. a Sasquatch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's good. Aren't they looking for another cryptid? Isn't that the, the plot of the film that him yeah. and Bigfoot are off looking for something yeah, else? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Well, good film. Yeah. Okay, Bigfoot. Right. Um, what else have I got? I think I'm only going to do one more of these. Okay. So the last one is. Is a bit of a conspiracy, but it's also quite a. I think a lot of sort of. I think I've heard it discussed on things like Infinite Monkey Cage and things like okay. that. Okay. Simulation theory. Oh. So basically, this is that. This is the idea. Is this like the Matrix, basically? Yeah, that okay, we're yeah. living inside a computer simulation. Okay. Now, with this. Yeah. How prevalent was that belief before 1999? So before the Matrix came out. And how more common? How more common? How more common? How how more? How how like how many more people believed it after the Matrix? I imagine there was quite an uptick in it after the Matrix, no matter what. Um, let's have a look. So obviously, the idea of the Matrix must have come from somewhere. So there must yeah. have been, you know, it's obviously been a thing for years. But well, actually, looking at this, I can't see much evidence that it was like a big theory until two thousand and three. So the Matrix mm. was still was already around at that yeah. point, um, and even on this the sort of page about it, there's quite a lot of talk about science fiction and things like that. Yeah. But it's the idea that everything, everybody, everything around us is part of a computer simulation. That this isn't the life we're yeah. actually living. We're actually tucked away somewhere, plugged into something in a big bowl of goo, and this is all just being generated around us. I mean, I think it's very unlikely. Yeah, because in a simulation. Who is going to simulate, you know, me having IBS, for example? <laughs> just... Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, the boring mundanity of life. Like, me on a Tuesday afternoon sitting watching a film. Yeah. Why you, would that... You might, you might enjoy that one. I do enjoy it. Yeah. But, or the hour, walk, hour commute to work, why is that being simulated? So you think if this was a simulation you wouldn't have those boring bits. Well, I guess you would to make it reality, wouldn't you? I guess so, wouldn't you? Because, well, mind you, this is the only reality we know. So these are things, these things are only maybe part of our consciousness because they are part of our consciousness. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if if yeah. we'd never had them, would we... How about this, though? I'll put it to you. All right. Buffering. So let's say your commute to work, right? Yeah. There's, that's there's like a load screen. Yeah, that's like the loading screen is you sat on the bus reading the book. Because by the time you get to work, they've got to generate all the customers and all the interactions, so it's loading <laughs> that up before you get there. Same with the movie on a Tuesday afternoon. That's just getting ready for the big data drop. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's obviously. I mean, it can't be. Can it? Well, because it can be. It could it? be. It can. Like, because the other the other thing to consider is that you might be the only person 
in this. So like Truman Show. Yeah, because you know you, you the only thing you can be sure of is that you exist, right? I think that's. I think I'm probably butchering a Descartes. Thing, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I, I think therefore I am, but you only you only know that you're conscious. You don't know that I am because I I'm just talking to you. Mm. I'm just saying these words. You don't know that there's a thought process behind them. Yeah, there normally isn't. Um, so mm-hmm. this whole thing might just be about you. Everything might be constructed. And then you. it would be a very good double bluff to have simulation theory. Is that what? Yeah, called? yeah. To come up as part the simulation. Of, yeah, to be yeah, part yeah, yeah, of your yeah, simulation, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't think it is. No. But also, if it is, and the real world, quote unquote, yeah, is like it is in the Matrix, like horrible. It's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Then I would well just live in the simulation. Then I can understand like why. Um, you know, Neil in the Matrix. Neo. Neil. Well, like, when Neil. the Matrix, imagine he's called Neil. It's better. Um, <laughs> Neo in the Matrix. Like that does. That's not fun, is it? Like, no. surely just being that's the ignorance is bliss. Yeah. But is it the red pill and the blue pill and all that? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, like something that's weirdly been like that's been taken by yeah, insults, like, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, this is it, isn't it? I think I heard someone discussing it and coming to the conclusion that you would never know because if this simulation if this is a simulation it's obviously constructed in such a perfect way that you'll never find out whether that you are or not but it doesn't matter because we know from past experiences that your your actions still have consequences whether this is a simulation or not you know because if the whole thing is simulated around you if you're talking to people that aren't really real, they're just code. Yeah. If you were to then kill that person, you're still going to prison, prison for that, so, yeah, even yeah. if that person doesn't exist. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether it's a simulation or not, because it's not going to change anything about the way we go through our lives. That's true, and yeah. we would never really know for, for, for certain if we if we were or not. No. So how surprised would you be? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a big one, wouldn't it? I think that'd be a full five. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were in the Matrix, right? Yes. Or would, no, let's say you were doing your day-to-day life and Morpheus came and was like, come over here, mate, jump into this mirror with me. I'm going to show <laughs> you the real world. Yeah. Would you want to go back into the Matrix or would you want to be a freedom fighter? I probably wouldn't want to be a freedom fighter. No. But again, because like, what are they... So once they've destroyed all the robots or whatever and yeah. uh, freed everyone from the Matrix, yeah. what is their life? Well, this is it because the world's a piece of shit, right? The yeah. world, the world is fucked. So they've got to then rebuild that from scratch. Yeah. So are they saving anyone, or are they just waking everyone up into like a shit reality? Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd probably rather rather go back in. Mm. Yeah. I think the real dystopian nightmare would be watching The Matrix Two forever. <laughs> I've never seen The Matrix 3 because I hated Matrix 2 so much. I didn't mind them that much at the time. Oh, they're bad. I want to go back and rewatch them. Matrix 1's fun. It's silly. Yeah, yeah. When it stopped, it thinks it's clever. I think there was always quite a lot of that going on. Yeah, but I think when it gets to the second one, it thinks it's really clever. Yeah. And it's not. It's just a silly action film. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with a action film. There's not, is there? This is going to go off on a massive tangent. I've now. got a feeling in mind. Do you know what I lament 
over Christmas I watched the Die Hard trilogy. Yes. I really miss that level of silly in an action film because they've got too silly for me now. Like the, yeah. the Expendables and the Fast and the Furious, can't watch them. They're yeah. too, they're too, too overblown. See, I like the too silly, no. but that's not what Die Hard's about. No, Die Hard is just stupid enough. Do you know what I mean? That you can get on board yeah. with it. Because nothing about any of those films is realistic. You know, nothing. But no, <laughs> go on then. Well, what I like about Die Hard One, yeah, is that he just is beat up and he does get roughed up and he's like, by the end of the film, he's fucked. Yeah, but in real life, he would be, be dead. dead. Yeah, obviously, but it's up. a film, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's just stupid enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, I see what you mean. They do get like we went to see the last one, which is the one where they go to Russia. Have you ever seen that? Die Hard. Live free or die hard? I possibly think so. I yeah. know. Oh, live free or die hard is die hard 4.0, isn't it? No, it was, that. Oh yeah, maybe. I think. I think die think, hardest. No, I think it was a good day to die hard. Yes. I think that was fifth. Yeah. Well, and it, one of them. Yeah. We went to see that, and it, there was a bit in it where they went into like there must have been Chernobyl or something, and they were sucking up the radiation with special vacuums. What were they going to do with it? Aren't Just they? to get rid of it, so they could go in there. Oh, okay. I wonder if you could do that though. Surely not. I don't know. Could you? I don't know. What is radiation? I'm pretty sure it's not vacuumable. <laughs> Maybe if you had a good enough vacuum. I Maybe don't know. they were a special. They were special vacuums, to be fair. I, I'm I t- <laughs> like Henry, Henry, yeah, Henry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry and Hattie. It's a load an army of blokes out with Henrys. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, that's not possible. Is it? But again, it was like yeah, it was a very silly film. But like Die Hard one. The yeah. bits where the bit where he jumps off the road, the roof with the fire hose yeah. around his waist, that would fucking kill him. Well, of course that. it would. But then you've got like that's, there's like a certain level of like reality, isn't there? They set up the rules of that world. I, I guess. yeah, I guess that it's the level to which you examine something. You know what yeah, I mean? Because like, yeah, yeah. if you if you see a guy like in Die Hard One where he jumps off the roof with the fire around thing around his waist, like you might not necessarily question that as much as someone with a special Hoover cleaning yeah, up yeah. Chernobyl, you know. But that's that's another weird thing, isn't it? It's like what you're willing to believe because you've got the films Interstellar and Gravity, yeah. and I think they're fucking brilliant um, counterparts because yeah. Interstellar had like Kit Thorne on board, who's a you know proper. Mm. Um, physicist yeah. yeah knows what he's talking about he's there advising on the film like giving them information so almost every scene in that film is accurate to what we currently know about science and physics and things like that yeah um, I think the one thing that wasn't was you know they they go to like an ice planet at one point and it's got fl- frozen clouds yes that's the one thing in the film that Kit oh, was, no, was stupid film we'll never watch it again <laughs> but he was like you can have it but it, it's not possible yeah. everything else 100% accurate based on what we currently know Ooh. that's the current currently know a lot gravity <laughs> yeah Almost everything in that film is complete bullshit and physically impossible. Which is yeah, which is interesting because I had a conversation. We might have actually done it on the podcast before, but we might have done it. How yeah. Gravity isn't a science fiction film. The director said it isn't a science fiction film. We've had a big conversation about yeah. this in the past, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because <laughs> that is set in a like because like for, okay, for example, yeah, it may be like scientifically inaccurate and yeah. stuff wouldn't happen, yeah. but. You wouldn't say Die Hard's a science fiction film, and there's stuff in that that wouldn't happen. Yes. Oh, okay. 
Because I think it is, but you think it isn't. I don't right? think it is a science fiction film. I think it's just set. It's set modern day. It's set now. It's just set in space. Um, with technology that exists now, but it doesn't. The technology they show in that film does not exist now. Okay. Like the one of the biggest things that's wrong with it is the fact that she, can, Sandra Bullock's character, can put on and take off her EVA suit, uh, like her spacesuit, completely unassisted. That technology does not exist. In order to put a spacesuit on, you, okay, you always need. But, but I'd say that's less like technology and more just a leap of logic and sort of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In also, the same not, way, not the only film to. to well, yeah, of course. Like, you wouldn't, like yeah. again, using the example of Die Hard, like you wouldn't say the technology for him to jump out of a building with a hose isn't real. <laughs> it's not the technology. It's the physics. It's of the it. physics. Yeah, of it, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I see. I see. I kind of. I know where you're coming from, and on, on a, in a certain way, I agree with you because <laughs> I think you're right. I think the themes of that film, it's not necessary. Like, like, you could make that same film. That's, a, that's exactly like, the point I was going to make. In the ocean, or yes, you, you know could. What I mean? Yeah, similar themes. Yeah. You could absolutely put it in the ocean. It is because it basically is someone stranded. It's like a, a similar to what's that one with Tom Hanks? Cast away. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like that, I guess, isn't it? Okay, so if you hadn't... I know this is Whereas, sorry, to do drop but Interstellar is very much a science oh, fiction. 100%. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is, like, the definition of what science fiction is, really. Yeah. That's hard science fiction. Impossible question for you to answer, but I'm just <laughs> going to put it out there, right? Right. Or you might remember what you thought beforehand, but that interview with... Is it, who directed it? Well, um, which who directed Gravity. Well. Um, Alfonso Cuaron I can never say his no, name oh um, yeah you're right so yeah, he directed Alfonso Children of Men Children and, of Men and some, of uh, some of the Harry Potter films or one of the Harry Potter films so had you seen the film before you read that interview with him what, uh, uh, yeah so I can't you, remember would you, do you think you would have classed it as a sci-fi film before you had read that thing from him saying it wasn't a science fiction film mm, probably because you think you would have called it sci-fi before I don't know really because I guess you sort of so as soon as you see something in space you think science fiction don't you yeah oh god it's a hard one isn't it because I in my head now I'm thinking about First Man you know the film they made about Neil Armstrong with Ryan Gosling yeah, I've never seen it. Either. Well, it's yeah, it's, I mean, it's basically just the story. Well, of that's him. not a science fiction. Again, no, okay, what about Apollo, 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 Apollo thirteen? Apollo thirteen. Yeah. yeah, they're not science fiction films, are they? Oh God, I don't know. I'm going to look up. No, I wouldn't say Apollo thirteen is a science fiction film. But is that because it's just based also on and it also people. is fact though, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Well, what's that one? Um... Capricorn the... 1 yeah yeah. Well, I guess that is elements of science fiction because that's like about conspiracies isn't it that's yeah what's the other one as well is it called um, where it's like uh, some old people old astronauts <laughs> what's that what's that old astronauts uh, old astronauts the old astronauts <laughs> space cowboys yeah yeah. yeah. That, even that's a science fiction one, but it's about astronauts oh god this is really confusing because I remember the last time we spoke about this I was very adamant that it is a science fiction film <laughs> and I think I got pretty pompous, pompous about it <laughs> But I don't now revisiting it. Well, I just don't trust anyone that believes anything 100%, Tom. <laughs> this is the problem, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think the thing with Alfonso Caron mm. is that to a certain extent, I think that 
whoever makes a film or anything or a thing can't really dictate how it's viewed because I think that happens in a completely separate way from them. That's true. Once they've made it and edited it and put it out yeah. there in the world, do you know? Because look at it like this: if 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 um, let's have a look, oh, let's have a think about uh, Birth of a Nation. Okay. So that was W.C. Fields, wasn't it? Directed that, I think. I think so, yeah. Uh, let's double check that. Uh, I've got my fact-checking machine out. <laughs> D.W. Griffith, sorry. So the thing is, like, he D.W. Griffith, then, or even if he was to be resurrected now, he can't tell people that that film's not racist. Do you know what I mean? It is. It's offensive and horrible. And it doesn't yeah, matter what yeah, he okay. says. All right, yeah. It's okay. not going to change that. That's but a bit I don't of an extreme that, Yeah, but that's different to, like, what the genre of something is. Yeah. Isn't it? I don't know that it is, though. But no, I, I accept that I've made, like, a really... You've, yeah, I, I've yeah. nth degreed that to a, probably an unfair yeah. level. <laughs> but, like, uh, Tartofsky's probably a better example. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, have you seen, like, um, Solaris? And Stalker. And Stalker yeah, and yeah. all that. Because he uh, hated genre. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to make films completely without genre. So he would say that Solaris is not a science fiction film. And the same with Stalker. And I think he said he actually thinks he succeeded in Stalker to make a film that was completely without genre. Yeah, which makes sense with Stalker, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, but then I guess like the setting of it is science fiction, isn't it? And I guess yeah. Roadside Picnic, the book that it's based on, yeah. is a science fiction book, right? Yeah, Because, yeah. I mean, if you don't want to make a genre film... Why would you Why set would it you in the future and exactly. have sci-fi themes in it? Like the yeah. themes of those films are science fiction, aren't yeah. they? I think the bigger problem is that genre films just get shit on. Yeah, they do. Yeah, there's know, a snobbery about. There's genre a massive films. snobbery. Yeah. Like the Oscars, Oscar nominations every year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so fucking sick of it because it's yeah, just oh, yeah. it, you can predict what's going to be nominated for best film. But then you think, okay, well, this is something I was going to talk about. It's a bit off topic, but Joker. Yeah got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. But, do you, have you seen it? No. It's definitely, it's good, a good film. It's a good yeah. film. Yeah. It's well made. The act, it is very well acted. You won Best Actor for it. Yeah. And he is very good in it. It's very well acted. It's very well made. But I don't think it's, a, like, into what the Oscars is, I don't think it's a Best Picture or film. It's not, I think the Oscars are very much backslappy, though. This is the thing. Oh, yeah, very much. Right. I, I, but the, around, I think, within the week of me seeing Joker, I also saw The Day Shall Come. Okay, yeah, yeah Chris yeah, Morris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that that wasn't even, there's not even a sniff of an Oscar around that film. Yeah. But that film is unbelievably well made, well written, Years of research went into that film. It's so unbelievably good. Mm. It's perfect. It's a perfect film, I think, because it's solid. It tells a story. It's a well-made, well-written film. The story is bang, 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 bang. If you know what I mean, it's yeah, just yeah, flies. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a. It's just brilliant. Like, have, you, have you seen it? No, no, you, no. You I need to see it. It's amazing. But it's a comedy film. But in saying that, the Joker. Is a comic book film. I think that's part of the reason why it was nominated. Uh, because I, I, I feel like... Because um, I guess, like, was there, was there a point where westerns or war movies or, like, those genre movies were getting... Because I suppose war movies, you'd say, like Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. 
and things like that. They're seen as quite esteemed things, but you think war movies, you know, Hammer used to make war movies. They're genre films. Yeah. Westerns, you think stuff like, um, I don't know, I guess Sergio Leone's stuff is like, very well regarded Hammer, now. Hammer yeah, yeah, like yeah, but the, yeah. Yeah, like the sort of spaghetti westerns are like yeah. well regarded as like some of the best made films ever now. Yeah. But they're genre films, and I guess they come from a place of like, you know, Italian cinema where it was like, we're just going to rip off yeah. what's going on in America so I make a buck. They're genre movies. They're B-movies. Well, I, th- I think the thing is, above every- above anything else, is they're trying to entertain. That's what they're trying yeah. to do. You know, whereas I think best picture categories, they're a bit theatery yes. in the, like, oh, well, if you let people find this entertaining, great, but we're actually way more important than that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, I recognise that films can be very important, but yeah, and they should be. And they, well, they, yeah, that's another thing. Know, though. The, the, the day shall come. Yeah, is an important film. It is because the story it tells is again at the beginning of the film. It says it's based on like a hundred true stories. Yeah, like a very important film, I think. For mm. people, you know, there's stuff in that film and interviews I've seen and heard Chris Morris talking about where I had no idea about. Yeah. You think, fuck, that is mad that that happened. And it's a story, because I'm, I'm more aware of that than I am of the film because I've listened to him in interviews. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, people should know about that yeah. shit, you know, but... And, you know, Joker, there's themes in that that are, like, important to talk about. There's, like... Because I think, remember, Joker, before Joker came out, a lot of people saying, oh, it's going to, like... It's uh, the right wing and the incels or whatever are gonna yeah. use it as their poster boy to be like. But the actual, I think the politics of that Joker film are actually quite like left wing because it's like again you've not seen it, but mm. it's like a lot of it's about the fact that like all his like help has just been cut and taken away from him. Yeah, and that's why he stopped. I've, I've and... seen it in meme form where it's like <laughs> super villain, much it. yeah, superhero or like supervillain origin stories and it's like uh, you know Venom yeah, yeah, yeah. you know this thing from space Two-Face yeah, yeah. Acid Spill yeah. Joker Society yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah, sort of the idea and again but it's done again it's a, I thought it was a good film I just don't think it was an amazing film I do want to watch it it's, it's a solid it's a good it's alright it's good yeah you know what I mean it's like 6 yeah. out of 10 it's fine yeah Here's my two theories on why it was nominated. Right. Firstly, someone paid for it to be nominated. I think like, probably the, the, thing, case, the yeah. thing about the Oscars is like, um, you know when you go into HMV and they've got the charts on the wall at HMV? Yeah. That's how I think of the Oscars. It's like, yeah. that doesn't, this doesn't actually represent any sort of pop, measure of popularity mm. or merit. Someone's paid for those yeah. things to be there. And I think of the Oscars in a similar way. It's like, you know, yeah. I imagine you have to really, really start campaigning for your film yeah. to get there, and that involves a lot of money and a lot of yeah. glad hands. And I guess that's why films like The Day Shall Come don't, don't get that. Because I guess yeah. budget. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that uh, Joker got a lot of buzz because it's doing something different with the superhero genre. Yeah. Which is sort of so prevalent. Now. The thing is, it's not really doing something different. It's doing, it's doing something different with the superhero genre, but it's doing In a very cinema. specific type of film. Yeah. But I think that's the thing. It's like that as a as a comic book story like that. That's nothing new, you know. And also, but, it's not nothing new for a film. No, it's, you know, if it wasn't a superhero or a supervillain character, yeah, then it would be. You would feel a good, a good film, but you've seen it before. You've seen it before. Yeah. But I think, which I don't mind. I mean that to be like 
you know, oh, that's because there's nothing no, wrong with you know, you it's know, a genre of film. That, there's probably it? more in common. The Joker probably has more in common with I Am Daniel Blake than it does with the Tim Burton Batman. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's the fact that it's a superhero yeah. film doing that. Yeah, that it's scale. it's very inspired by like Scorsese and yeah. stuff like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like even the fact that it's set in that era. I think it's set in 1980. Yeah, so not quite the 70s, and then it's like. Tell me where it reminded me of was Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, really? There's bits of it like that and Driller Killer, but obviously a bit classier than that. <laughs> I do want to watch it. I it's will watch it's it. good, and it just don't go into expecting it to be this amazing like masterpiece film. No. It's just a good film. Yeah. Which I don't know, I mean, that to be like snobby or anything. I, no, just I think it's quite rare that you get anything that's above that, isn't it? Like, you know, but I would say something like The Day Shall Come is. Yeah. I would say something like maybe oh, Get Out. I was like, Get Out is an amazing film. Yeah, Get Out because is fantastic. Oh, and that one, was that, that, did that win Best Picture? I don't know. It's very very rare for a horror film to well, win. Well, yeah, that's it. it. I know um, Silence of the Lambs did. But that when Silence of the Lambs came out, that was an era when they would make films like that and not call them horror. Yeah. They'd call them like supernatural thrillers or you know what I mean they would never use the term horror to describe a film that and like seven and things yeah, like that yeah. where, which is definitely a horror film psychological thriller but yeah, yeah, psych- yeah. psychological thriller um, Get Out won best original scheme, scheme, screenplay 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 was nominated for best picture but yeah. didn't win whereas that's the sort of film that is I would say deserves to be there because it's a very um, like very well made film yeah. it's well constructed and written and everything about it's good whereas you know it's I don't know it's hard to explain what I mean but I think you agree with me though right you sort of get what I'm saying I do yeah what's interesting I was just looking at the winners from that year that Get Out was nominated yes the winner was The Shape of Water which I would say is a genre film I've never seen it but yeah Shape of Water is very good yeah yeah I guess that is probably like a science fiction type film right that's Oh, that's another one. It could be. Yeah. You could say it was science fiction, mm. definitely. Um, but it's it's like Guillermo del Toro rewrites Amelie. It's okay. sort of like this sort of. I think I'd really like it. I think you would as well. But that was a funny year looking at this. It's like the best picture thing. There were fucking loads in there, and there were lots that you would have assumed would win because they're more traditional. Sort so of. What, uh, what was on? There? So call me by my name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Darkest hour. Mm-hmm. Dunkirk, Get Out, Ladybird, Fan- Phantom Lady Thread. Ladybird was the best picture. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The Post, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing County, oh. Missouri. Have you seen Ladybird? No, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely wouldn't have thought that was a best picture film. I thought it was like quite a sort of small indie film. Got nominated. Hmm. Wow. Well, there you go. Anything else you want to cram into this podcast? About <laughs> it's definitely got lots of different things. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think uh, that might be a uh, a good place to wrap up. I think. I Let's have a look. I tell you what. Oh, we, well, how well, long have we done? About an hour. About an hour. Just before we go, let's have a look at some best Oscar winners, best picture Oscar winners, and see what like what you think is. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a look from the last ten years. So the last ten years, what do you think is the best? Been the best picture, right? So twenty ten was the King's Speech. Then you had The Artist, Argo, 12 Years of Saved, Birdman, Spotlight, Moonlight, The Shape of Water, Green Book, or Parasite. That was the last 10 years. Hmm. Yeah, so what, what, what <laughs> am I doing? Sorry. What, what do you think was the best? A best, best out of them. Yeah, well, I've, not, I've not seen all of them. I've, only, I've seen very few of them, to be fair. I've, I've seen two. 
Who? Let's say them again. This is so shit. Uh, the King's Speech. Yeah, not seen it. The Artist. Not seen it. Argo. Not seen it. Twelve Years a Slave. Not seen it. Birdman. Seen it. Very good. Spotlight. Not seen it. Moonlight. Not seen it. Boogie. Uh, <laughs> Shape of Water. Not seen it. Green Book. Not seen it. Parasite. Not seen it. Shit. So you've only seen one. Uh, I'm just scrolling back until oh they gave it to a Lord of the Rings film this is bad podcasting now Rob let's stop I'm sorry I'm going to have a look and see if any of my favourite films have ever won an Oscar I'd be surprised I know for a fact that <laughs> The Thing my favourite film definitely didn't my, The Thing was nominated for Razzies though Ready for the Start was nominated Special Effects no Best Picture Best Picture yeah nominated for Best Picture yeah. that's the sort of film that should be nominated for Best Picture <laughs> Yeah, because it is the best picture. <laughs> I think it was, anyway. Oh, no, Rob, I'm... Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, yeah 1981, nominated against Chariots yes. of Fire, Atlantic City, On Golden Pond and Rent. Who won? Chariots of Fire? Yeah. 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 That is exactly the sort of film that should be nominated for Best Picture. Indiana Jones? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that, I do agree with you, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark is a well-made film. I mean, in terms... Of, yeah, it's fucking... It it's does exactly perfect. what it's supposed to do. Yeah. There we go. So, Reddit's Lost Ark, best film ever made. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so, to sum up, Rob, right? Uh, so, we'll be checking the headlines tomorrow. <laughs> if uh, it turns out the birds aren't real, you'll okay. be most surprised. Bigfoot would be a 2.5, Frozen yeah. would be a 1.5. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right, cheers. Well, All right, there we go. Well, that's been it. Yeah. Thank, thank you very much for listening again. No worries. Sorry that one was a bit patchy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye.